Hello! This is Boo! Listen to Chronicles of the Lost Realm, or I'll turn you to chocolate Nietzsche! <laughs> In a world ravaged by monsters, controlled by tyrants, and plunged into darkness, many brave heroes will emerge from the unlikeliest of sources. But will they be in time to protect this realm, the Lost Realm? Follow me, and I shall tell you their tales. Welcome back, brave adventurers, to the Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Nim and Melwood, along with the new members of the Stumble Crew, head off to a seedy place to pick up a package for one, Parun. But all is not as it seems when they step through the red curtains. Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Prepare yourselves for story time with Drunkle Anvil. In the last episode, we left as our heroes were just beginning to embark on, for lack of a better term, a fetch quest. Let's see how they are doing. So did we establish that I am in fact driving the cart because I have the highest animal handling? Yeah. Okay. In that case, my horse is not a horse anymore. There is now a hawk on my shoulder instead. Wait a minute. Where'd your damn horse go? Wait a minute. It wasn't wasn't that the black cat that turned into a lady? <laughs> How's the cat I'm going? So, I am so confused. <laughs> it is long and... Akla looks for Run dead in the eye, slaps his hands down the cart, and says, as long as I have been practicing magic, I have learned to just roll with it. Ferran just gives a uh-huh, grabs a, grabs a bottle from the back of the wagon, and continues to ride on. <laughs> I ride my horse up in front, of the, in front of the cart and see if I can, like, what the hell's driving the cart. It's the horse that you guys got with the cart. Yeah, the horse the horse that Io was riding turned Oh. Out. What? Alright. <laughs> in the words of our chaos guy here, just go with it. Just roll with it. A now bald Akla is telling everyone to just roll with it. <laughs> Wait, does he have to be completely bald for, for, for purposes of imagination? Could he just like look like Homer Simpson, like the two hairs combed over? <laughs> well, he, he's more like he's more like Saitama from One Punch Man. <laughs> I was imagining it was like real patchy, like there was a couple splotches of hair scattered throughout, but like the majority of it just like fell out in chunks. 
like Yoda, not, just strands. I, I'm totally, I'm totally imagining the One Punch Man art shift for when uh, he tells uh, Ferran to just roll with it. Awen <laughs> tries to ride close to Aqua and asks him. So I saw you cast Magic Missile back in the tavern, and then all of a sudden, you're bald. What exactly happened? Don't ask. And yet I am. I'm very curious. I've never seen Magic do that before. I'm dropping back from yeah. the conversation. Neither did the mages college. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have picked a better one. <laughs> So, as you guys are riding along, you hit a, a stretch of road that your horses just all of a sudden come to a stop and refuse to continue on, despite all of your urgings. I get off my horse um, and draw my sword. Uh, I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. We've got I roll. would like my horse to please tell me what's going on. I did not see this one coming, but I should have. <laughs> <laughs> it's great when God's so, just a surprise at everybody else. <laughs> so, your horse tells you that the ground is bad. It sort of shakes its head and its eyes roll and it says, Bad ground. What do you mean, bad? Bad ground. Uh, bad ground. Bad ground soft. Bad ground sick. Uh, ground bad. Thirteen. And being a, a horse, of course. I've got a fifteen. Doesn't quite understand how to explain. I got a fifteen on nature. I'm already off. Uh, I'm looking at the ground. I'm assuming swampy, swampland. What? What am I? What? What's bad about the ground? So. You're observing the ground. Um, everybody go ahead and make a perception check. On top of my nature check? Uh, yes. Okay. Perception. Aqua <laughs> crit failed. Aqua <laughs> <laughs> doesn't see shit. Crack die. Uh, what am I rolling for this? Perception. Like uh, yeah. 14. Aklo's currently searching his pack for the components to cast Detect Magic. 13. That's why he doesn't notice anything. Alright, so... Uh, well, with, with my bonus, it's actually 19. Anyone, anyone, with over, anyone with over 10 notices that the road is... Seem, the road seems a little bit wider there. Um, and you're not entirely sure why. It's a dirt road, and all of right? a sudden it's just real wide. 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 Okay. Again, with the uh, with 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 my nature check and and checking the ground, am I am is it feeling spongy, like swampish, like quicksand, or or is it still solid like dirt? Uh, it feels pretty solid, but as you sort of poke at it, it sounds kind of hollow. Mailwood, 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 as he rolled a seventeen. He also notices that there seems to be footsteps coming up from behind him. Well, let's turn around and look at that. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a fucking hole there. I'm already off my horse and my morning star is out, so whichever way he's turning, I'm looking too. 
So, guys, guys, you notice, guys. You notice a halfling, very wide, very muscular looking, wearing a, a delightful uh, a delightful suit and bowler hat, kind of uh, like dress pants and uh, dress shirt with the sleeves rolled up and a vest. Guys, there's a fucking hole there. Seriously, how do you not notice? The road got bigger. All of a sudden, there's a hole in the road. Yeah, I'm kind of figuring that out. Where did the fucking hole come from? I don't know. I wasn't here. Are you the idiots that Payroom that sent to uh, help me out here? Ferran just raises an eyebrow and asks the new person, and who are you exactly? I'm Muggsy. I'm the, I'm the one he told you to meet. So are you guys going to help me? Ferran gets annoyed right off the bat with, with being called an idiot. Turns around, grabs Muggsy by his sh uh, shirt, lifts oh, him up to the lowest so branch, and just hangs him from the branch by his collar. Wait a second. When I step forward, swinging my morning star. When you oh, grab no. him, he's not a pinata. I pull you back down as you go to grab me. This is all going so great. <laughs> Alright, I guess, I guess roll for initiative, guys. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't this just be a contested grapple? It would be a contested grapple. That would, that would be valid. That would be a okay. contested grapple. Alright. <laughs> so it's just a strength check, right? Yes. Yep. Give me a second here, I gotta see my strength. <laughs> what, 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 if, what if I want to just stand back and That just would be a 19. That is what Atma is doing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, not 27, not 22. Damn it. So what? you go to grab Muggsy and get just dragged down to his level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still coming with a morning star. <laughs> I'm not here to hurt you, but I will if you make me. We're on. We're both hired by the same guy to accomplish the same fucking goal. So why don't we make each other's lives easier rather than harder? I have to flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> Heads of knocking your head off, bro. <laughs> Tails. All right, man. What you got? <laughs> Are you stealing my shtick, Melwood? Not stealing um, your shtick. That was that was not, not, not Melwood. That was uh. That, that was, was Xavier. 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 That was Xavier. Yeah. You stealing my shtick with the randomness? Uh, no, I flip a coin on every major decision. That's part of my character. <laughs> oh, nice. oh my god! <laughs> this party has all of the random effects. I love it. Yes. I will be dead by the mid-season by the mid-season finale. I can see it now. <laughs> next up, my next episode is going to be and now for something completely different. 
Oh, my Lord. Because I'm so desperate for everybody to accept me because I've always been outside of, like, you know, what everybody does, being a high elf. Like, I'm just going to follow fucking uh, Stoli's character until I die, probably. Nice. <laughs> All right, so so we we know we know that Xavier's holding and says, "Okay, we'll we'll hear it." He's got me by by the short and curlies down to his level, but Melwood's still coming with a with a morning star or coming with something. What what's going on? That was Xavier coming with the morning. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, Melwood yeah. just yeah. looked at him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm, let, I'm gonna let you go. And we're going to talk about this, get to know each other a little bit, then we're going to go do this job and figure out what the what needs to be done going forward. Is that okay? Ferran really gets himself loose from his grip and just stands up, brushes his, you know, clothing back into position and turns Wait, around and walks away from I him. didn't I didn't let you go. You just said you were letting me yeah. go as soon as you do. No, I, I said I'm going to and then asked if that's okay. Fran just stares. All right, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll play it out that way. Fran just stares at you. Is that okay? Fran just stares at you. <laughs> this is really unnecessary. <laughs> let me I'm just going to drop him. Go. Aqua kind of turns toward uh, uh, what, what was it? Muggsy was the name? Yes. Aqua uh, kind of just turned towards Muggsy and just uh, kind of casually mentions, you know, I feel like you'd have better luck talking to a brick wall. I have met those types. All right. So again, so he, got... let, he lets me go. I straighten my shit and I just walk away from him. I let the rest of the group deal with him. <laughs> All right. So I've got a couple of contacts at the pit. We're gonna go there, see what, see, get in, and see if we can get this peacefully. Because if we decide to cause trouble, we will all die. Have you seen this group? I don't like our chances. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm, I'm liking them less and less as things go by. Feelings mutual as he takes a swig from the butt from the bottle. I step up to him and I show him my glove and I'm like, hey, bro, check this out. My glove. <laughs> what does your glove look like? It, it, it's black if I show it to you like this, but if I move it, it turns green. That's cool. Fan-fucking-tastic. At all this, Awen is simply raising both of his eyebrows and takes a swig of water from his water skin. All right, can we can we start moving forward? I mean, or maybe off to the side, not into the pit. Fran passes the bottle to Melwood. And Aqua pauses for a second, puts his hands to his head, closes his eyes, and looks at Muggsy and goes, Wait a minute. Are you trying to say that when the giant was referring to the pit, he wasn't talking about a building? No, he was talking about a building. There is a strip club by the name of the pit. There is also a big-ass fucking hole about five feet in front of this cart. Did you say strip club? Okay. Yes. I was trying to figure. 
I was just trying okay. to figure out whether or not we were talking about the same pit, because the, the dude who hired the both of us sent us to the pit, and now we're standing <laughs> in front of this pit, and I really just wanted to make sure that they weren't the same place. Yeah, I'm not entirely convinced he did not dig that himself because he thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm not entirely fond of this employer. He's very vague. Awen <laughs> looks over at Muggsy and inquires real quickly, so the building we're going to, potentially, is it a strip club or is it a brothel? And be very little specific column a, because column B. I'm sorry? It really depends on how much money you spent there. All right, then. Let's go. <laughs> what, are we, what are we waiting for? Ferran, Ferran comes back uh, on his horse. The pit, apparently. Ferran co comes around on his horse and says, All right, you know the way? Yes. Then you lead. I start walking. Uh -huh. I wasn't given a fancy horse like everyone else. You know there is room on the cart. Suddenly there is an extra horse and no more hawk. Perfect. Perfect. It's incredibly awkward watching Muggsy climb onto horns. No, 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 let's I'm see how this plays out. Man, I'm tired of this fucking hawk, horse, fucking horse, hawk, fucking whatever fucking bullshit, man. This shit's gonna stop. You hear me? No, no, seriously, let's see how this plays out. I hawks, but let's see a horse hawk. <laughs> As I look at my cape, change colors from black to green. Ferran's just amused watching Muggsy try to get into the horse saddle. <laughs> no saddle. It's Even better. I I ride behind on the cart. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, the closest person to, to Ferran is Melwood right now, and all he hears is Ferran say under his breath, "Small victories." <laughs> <laughs> Walk it off, buddy. Walk it off. <laughs> Something, somewhere, you hear the victory tune from Final Fantasy VII. Yes. So, I have, guys, just remember, Muggsy is three feet tall and three feet wide. <laughs> He's the same height sitting down as he is standing up. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it, it, is Muggsy sitting in the cart, or is Muggsy sitting next to Io? I mean, since I have to direct, I'm probably sitting up front. I, I would imagine okay. up front. It, and just to confirm, there is space around the road to just move the cart around the uh, pitfall, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, again, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you knew that. That's why I said you lead. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys continue on down the road and the road takes a bend and as it bends you see a large cliffside sort of looming in front of you with two giant oak doors double, like a double door sort of fortress looking 
um, entryway with two enormous trolls standing directly on either side of it. Hey, Frankie! How you doing, man? And uh, one of the trolls sort of looks up and grunts, and the doors just sort of, and each troll just grabs a door and opens the doors. I walk up to Frankie. Hey, how's the family? The troll grunts back. Well, you know, kids are a hassle, the wife's a bitch, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> ah, we've all been there. Keep living, man. Akla <laughs> kind of leans towards Muggsy and says, Friends of yours? Hey, Frankie's a good guy. Ferran speaks to the troll that he just identified as Frankie. You happen to know a female named Smash? Oh, <laughs> I do not, but if she's pretty, send her my way. Now, if you happen to run into her, tell her Ferran says hello, and I hope those scars healed. Throwbacks. <laughs> yeah. Damn, season one callbacks. <laughs> By some of my other failures. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> All right. So, so you guys are just... There you go. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say it. <laughs> All right. I drive the right. cart into the building? <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the doors are not wide enough for a cart to come through. <laughs> Well, is this a building or is it a gate, like a front gate to like uh, to like a walled-in area? So it's like a cliffside with the doors with doors in it. Okay, so 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 again though, like when we go in, are we going into the building or are we going into like an outer court courtyard type? You'd be going into a building. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So we have, obviously have to to, to to bridle our shit. So I make idle chit chat with Frankie and his and his friend <laughs> while uh, they, uh... <laughs> while we hitch the horses. While you hitch the horses. Okay, so we hitch the horses. Horses have all right, hit. all right. So y'all, you guys are gonna have to uh, check your weapons at with the pixie. The pixie. Yes, yes the as, as, as you walk in, you see to your left, you see a sort of counter area with a with some curtains and a, a very small but very cute pixie sitting behind the counter. And on your right, you see two doors, and directly in front of you, you see two cyclopses. And a very well-dressed, pale individual. Looks human, but very, very pale. Uh, and a very, obviously very expensive three-piece suit, standing in front of a double curtain. <laughs> do, we ha do we have to give up our weapons? Trolls and Cyclopses, and you want me to turn in my weapons. 
Yeah. As long as you don't make trouble, you won't have a problem. Have you paid attention? Have you paid attention to this group? (laughs) Nobody touches the art of Warhammer, son. That's just the way it is. Um, I forgot something out at my horse, so I walk back to my horse and throw my weapons into my bag of infinite holding without anyone seeing. That's an intelligent thing. Um, question. Against, rather than turning... Against, rather, rather, against his better judgment, Akla has put his quarterstaff into the bag of his bag of infinite holding. I put my morning star and the art of Warhammer into the bag of uh, infinite holding. I guess. I guess that's what all we're, we're all doing. I thought we were going to try to be sly about it, but I guess I'll slide my gear into the bag of infinite holding as well. All right, all right, Jimmy. I know you normally don't make exceptions, but these guys aren't here to get do anything too crazy. They're just here to pick up a package. Are we okay with getting through the door and just? Just having a talk with the boss when these guys are still ca- are carrying stuff as long as it's not open. So, I'm talking to a vampire. Yeah. So the man with the nice three-piece suit sort of eyeballs the group. Oh, and he, lo- he goes back to... He, he, his face remains stoic the whole time and he says, You know the rules, Muggsy. No weapons, no magic. If you want in, I have to search you. Anything you have on you, you have to check with the pixie. So what are we one, supposed to walk in? One, you know I naked? got through more than once with stuff. Two, I'll check the sword. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to reiterate that no one knows I threw my stuff into my bag, so as far as we know, my bag is empty. He might search the bag, too. we don't know. Well, there's a question. Out of out of character, out of character, are the bags of holding uh, bonded to the individual? Yes. Then he can search it all he wants. He'll never find anything. I walk up and allow him to search me. So. Me too. Jimmy, Jimmy goes ahead and frisks you, and uh, he doesn't. He obviously doesn't find anything. You put your weapons in the bag of holding. Before you guys uh, go in. I just gotta warn you. Keep your eyes down. Don't touch anything you didn't pay for. And don't fucking cause trouble. All of a sudden, Ferran... You you keep saying you're gonna. Just don't do it. It's gonna save all of us. Ferran's eyes just go over and glance at Eowyn as he's saying, don't touch anything you didn't pay for. Oh, I, I didn't say nothing about that. <laughs> no, that was Muggsy. I didn't say anything about that. No, no, when Muggsy said it, he looked at you. I, I didn't say I was going to cause any trouble either. <laughs> yeah, but you're the one that got ex- extremely excited about a strip club and brothel. <laughs> We're not at... Akla kind of pats uh, Eowyn on the shoulder and uh, says... First time. saying don't touch the merchandise. (laughs) Listen, listen. I'm fully aware of that. I don't touch without 
giving up something first. I'm sure. I, 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 I may be very interested in the feminine well, figure, but I know to pay for the goods ahead of time. Boy, it must have been entertaining. If you've always known that, your first date as a teenager must have been very entertaining. I've got three gold pieces. Can I touch your boobs? <laughs> anyway. I'm going to hand my melee weapons over to the sprite. At this point, I think we've all locked in and been searched. Yep. The only thing they found on me was a rat in my pocket and my bag. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, so, this group. <laughs> uh, as Jimmy frisks you guys, he, he gives you guys the warnings of remember everything you do, you're charged for. If you can't pay, we'll make you. If Wait, you cause any trouble, you, you will be banned. Akla has this shit eating grin on his face as he says, Wait a minute, does that include breathing? You can breathe, but if you cause problems, we might take that privilege away too. If you breathe in pleasure, that'll be a gold piece. <laughs> can we hurry up and get this over with? All right, so as you guys walk, walk through the curtains... As you guys walk through the curtains, you see a door to your left, and you're, you're in a, a sort of thin hallway with a door on your left and a door on your right, and it opens up on the end to a large room where you can see several scantily clad uh, figures of various races and both genders, as well as four, uh, four pits with holes in the middle with um, Incubus and Succubus on the front pits and in the back pits there is a Cambion which is a, a very large masculine demon with a uh, long red tail sort of spinning around the pole scantily clad using only his tail to hold on to the pole that's not his tail <laughs> and you also see on the front stage you see an incubus and a succubus dancing but in the middle there is a drider a very scantily clad very busty drider sort of Dryer? no drider very large spider woman Part drow, part spider. Sort of hanging upside down, slowly taking off her bra from the uh, right in front of right in the front of the stage, and directly in front of that stage is a larger pit with a very cushy couch facing away from the stage, and. On that couch is a Rakshasha, a sort of tiger man, sitting there smoking a pipe and eyeballing everything. As, as you enter the room, you see around the edges several centaurs 
with large pikes sort of standing off to the side, keeping an eye on everything. I'm assuming that's our contact, I say to Muggsy. No. No, that's that's our contacts, bitch. <laughs> well, I don't deal with contacts, bitches. Wait. Wait, yeah, I know. We're not stopping there. So we'll go into Mug- the back room. Muggsy proceeds to lead you guys through a uh, curtain off to the right of this, the main stage, where there is a small door with the word proprietor written on it. I knock. Excuse After, me, sir. Uh, after a couple of seconds, the, uh, the door the door opens abruptly, and a, uh, uh, a changeling opens the door and says in a gruff voice, The boss will see you. He's been waiting for you. How are you, Jeremy? I'm not too bad, but the boss isn't very pleased that you're here. We'll work that out. I'm sorry to hear that. Good to hear that you're doing well, though. So the changeling leaves leaves the back room and proceeds out onto the main floor, shifting into one of the most horrendous things you've ever seen. He transforms into a yeti, completely naked. <laughs> so, uh, not to... Not hang to I gotta get this scale here in sketches. and Naked? <laughs> naked? Naked yeti? Or hairless naked yeti. Bald yeti or like fur dude. Hairless naked female yeti. Um, before before we go Very on, out of character, real quick. Very I got large. a character. I, I have a chat question for uh, for Anvil uh, from Armed Bear. He wants to know. He or she wants to know: Is the tiger man's name Tony? <laughs> As a matter of fact, his name is Tony. I'm glad someone else got that before I had to introduce him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Nice. Good on you, Armored Man. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I just had to throw that out there. I thought it was funny. <laughs> so, you, are got, you guys are now standing in front of an open door that leads to the back area. I walk in. Alright. So as you walk in, you see a thinner hallway that leads into a very extremely large, uh, mostly empty cavern with a pool of water in it. Okay. Excuse me, Mr. Roshi. You hear you. Everyone hears a grumble, and a head pop pokes up out of the uh, the pool, and you realize. I take my hat off out of respect. And you realize that Mr. Roshi is a giant dragon turtle, and he glares directly at Muggsy. It says, you've got a lot of balls showing up here after what Perun did here. Hey, I don't know what he did here. All I know is what I was hired to do, 
Do you do background checks on everybody you work with? You didn't ask my past. I didn't ask your past. This is a professional relationship. That is all. So what I'm asking is to pick up the gear that he and then I'll be on You know my, you know my, the, I'm a professional. That's it. You hear a grumbling. Whole cave sort of shakes. And as you stand there, staring at the, uh, the, uh, dragon turtle, you realize he's laughing. He's amused by you. Mugsy, the reason you were let in here is because you've always done good work with us in the past. And if you continue associate with to steal my hookers, it will not end well for anyone involved. As I said, sir, it's just a professional thing. He offered me a job, I needed a job, and now here we are. Very well. Ferrant's listening intently. Please enjoy my establishment. When you guys are ready to leave, talk to the pixie at the check counter. Tell him that you're there for the box. Alrighty then. Thank you, sir. Muggsy is mostly bald, by the way. <laughs> Very good. Just a heads up. Um, so is Akla. Well, I mean, Akla's all the way bald for the time being, so... That's fair. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's worth being bald. Like, all it says for the, the thing that happened is that my hair falls out. Right. It doesn't specify how much. All of it. Everywhere. <laughs> so, like Brazilian. Make it into Be completely hairless. Or eyebrows. <laughs> That's beautiful. Alright. So, uh, do you. Uh, Ferran turns to the group and says, so, uh, I'd be willing... At the end of this conversation... Go ahead. Sorry. Conversation. Uh, a different changeling. A little slightly paler. Um, appears behind you and says, If you would... If you... If you gentlemen and lady would accompany me... The boss has informed us that everything is on the house, except for, of course, the prostitutes, who must make their livings. Ferran turns around to the rest of the group. Uh, Awen respectfully asks the chain. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm, gonna, I'm going to abstain um, and meet my associates here out front. Ferran turns to the rest of the group and says, uh, Akla, "Straight out, I straight out, I would prefer just grabbing the box and leaving, 
but then he turns his eyes to uh, Eowyn again and says, but I know what you came for. Make hey guys, it- did the stream just drop? <laughs> yes, I was just looking at that. We lost the Twitch. We lost the Twitch? Oh, no. Is it back? Uh, I think it might be back. Okay. It's thinking, it's thinking. It's back. I don't know why it dropped, but all right. Okay, yeah, we're back. Okay, cool. Uh, I sorry about that, guys. Uh, hiccup in the hiccup yeah. in the system. I guess that's what happens when everybody's on lockdown. Um, I I know why you're here. He says to Eowyn. So just make it quick and respectful. And Ferran turns around and goes to the bar. But, but, but of course, I, I would know no other way. And he turns to the changeling and inquires. Is there a specific price for one of these lovely ladies' companies? Aqua kind of just looks at Io and uh, rolls his eyes and heads toward the front of the building. Mugsy's also- actually going to meet Farron at the bar. I'm going to finish sketching the boss, the dragon turtle. <laughs> <laughs> me like one I'm of your French whores. I don't, think, I don't think any of these girls are going to be interested in the homeless man. <laughs> so, Jeremy, Jeremy the Changeling informs informs uh, Eowyn that uh, each each worker charges their own personal cho- their own personal price. So, you must ask the dancers themselves. Fair enough. In which case, I go to one of the succubus. Oh, Jesus Christ. And inquire as well. So, the succubus informs you that they can give you any desire that you wish. However, it will only be a dream. But it will feel as if it is real. And all they require in return is one-sixth of your hit points. They require a little bit of your life force, which amounts to one-sixth of your hit points. And one gold for the boss. Trust Um, me, that name doesn't mean what you think it means. I, <laughs> Maybe not the succubus. <laughs> Out of game. G, you think? <laughs> it's uh, not a bad deal. You lose hey, hit points. Hey, it's not good sex unless it involves a constitution check. Awen respectfully got a says that he will consider the offer and proceeds up to the bar as well for a drink. I am in this sort of quiet wandering the room and not really talking just sort of looking at each person and then passing on wait clarification you looking at each 
patron or each like dancer? Everybody. Okay. Akla is just kind of seeing who's there, taking stock and keeping Ak- moving. Akla is treating you very suspiciously, by the way. <laughs> so as Akla sort of wanders suspiciously, the rock Shasha stands up and approaches him and says, Excuse me, sir. Is there something you're looking for? I'm not walking suspiciously. I am treat Io. I'm suspicious of Io. Uh, and Io is about the most honest, least suspicious looking person out there. She's the one walking around. Akla's just standing around watching her because he's suspicious of her. Ah. Uh, so, Rosh then approaches Muggsy and says, Muggsy, it's been a while. How are, How are you, you doing, doing, Tony? I'm doing well. I'm, uh, I've been keeping busy. Been trying to stay, I'll be honest, I've been trying to stay out of this life. It's a shame to hear it, but I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah. And a little bit in t- between drops, it kind of brought me back in here. Tony orders a drink and lifts his glass and says, to go in, to go in legit. I uh, I am drinking a Manhattan, <laughs> <laughs> which is about as le- uh, the least legit you can get. <laughs> Ferran taps the drink. Ferran taps Muggsy on the shoulder and says, "What's a Manhattan?" <laughs> <laughs> so oh, Tony, prom- try one. One Manhattan. Oh my god. Billy would be having a field day in this bar. <laughs> so Tony downs his drink and looks at Ferran and says, You look like a man who needs a fight. Depends oh, no. on where the fight could be. Well, that happens to be what I offer. If you wish, we can convene over to my pit and we can have a quick brawl. Fist to fist. If you win, you get 20 gold. If I win, I get 20 gold. And he smiles, showing his exceedingly sharp, very large teeth. Is this a fight club? Like betting? Like arena? When you need it to be, yeah. Hey, hey, rules one and two. What were rules one and two? Easily bought out. Talk about fight club. Ah, yeah, I don't understand. All right, um, Ferran downs his Manhattan and says, "All right, Kitty, you're on." Awen <laughs> looks over to Aqua and just politely. Jabs at him and says, "You want to take a bet on who's going to win this?" Bet on a cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you proceed over to uh, the pit directly in front of the uh, main stage, and as you step in, 
the cat sort of takes off his uh, his cloak and his shirt, shakes shakes himself out as uh, many of the patrons as well as many of the uh, workers sort of gather around and start passing money amongst the uh, the various workers there, clearly taking bets on who will win. And you square up, so go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, Ferran essentially also goes shirtless, you know, uh, fair's fair, it's a fair fight, right? Right. 19, oh uh, wait, uh, plus, plus my initiative bonuses, hold on, which are 3, so 22. <sighs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> he just nat 20 <laughs> God damn it. Even when I roll good, Alright. So. <laughs> Sorry, one of the comments on the, uh, the, the chat. <laughs> What was it? Simultaneously want this to become a fight club and a weird sex thing. <laughs> Just wait, the fight ain't over. <laughs> oh, some others want to know why we can't have both. <laughs> so, uh, the uh, Rakshasha uh, sort of smiles at you and uh, the uh, spider woman on the stage goes ahead and rings a bell, and right out of the bat, the Rakshasha swings his claws directly at the side of your face. Wait, 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 claws? I thought this was a fair fight. Well, That's a weapon. Well, I say claws, air quotes. It's really more of his paw. He okay. keeps them retracted so that he's not literally killing you. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's like Io did me earlier. Look, it's the second person who did a cat fist to the face! <laughs> <laughs> so, he did 10 damage. Non lethal. God damn, alright. <laughs> alright, now I need clarification for, for, for open hand fighting here because of the fact that uh, I'm used to fighting with swords. Do I still get my two attacks? one and two is it roll like a normal attack with plus strength modifier or what uh yes you get two attacks um it would be hang on what is unhanded wow where's the player guy unarmed is one base damage plus your strength mod yeah yes. um unarmed i believe is d4 no unless if you have the tavern brawler feed it's one d4 if you do not, I it do is not. one base damage plus your strength mod. What the heck is base damage? It means I do one, one damage. damage. One. Yeah. Uh, gross. Yeah. So this this is gonna turn out ugly real quick. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn things to my advantage here because uh, I'm gonna forego one of my two attacks to be able to cast a Drow inherent ability, Ball of Darkness. <laughs> Alright, is that magic when we walked in the door? Here's trouble. It's not trouble. It's not magic. It's an it's an innate ability. Okay. Alright. <laughs> what does that do? It sounds like Where's magic the... is extra steps. 
ball of dark ball of darkness creates a uh i believe it's a 30 foot sphere of impenetrable darkness meaning he can't see but neither can i <laughs> shout out to shout, shout out to curious platy for the comment mood lighting <laughs> <laughs> but here's the indifference i have blind fighting he doesn't so i get no negatives to my attack actually rakshashas have dark vision Impenet <laughs> impenetrable yeah. darkness neither of us can see true sight is needed for darkness not dark vision so he still can't see, but I have blind yeah. fighting, so I don't get disadvantaged to the attacks. <laughs> so, uh, so my second attack. Unless your best friend happens to cast a mute spell out there too, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys don't hear or see each other. Yeah. <laughs> so for for my so, actual attack, I roll a. Seven, so I probably missed anyway. <laughs> Jeez. All that build up for nothing. <laughs> so what do you what did you roll? A seven. A seven? And where are you aiming this? Will that build up for nothing? I like can't gone. see. I just I have an idea of where his body is because I can sense him because I have blind fighting, but I can't aim the attack. So I could hit him in the arm and the balls and the leg and the head. It don't matter as long as I make contact. And you roll the seven? Yeah. All right, we're going to go ahead and, uh, yeah. <laughs> How long does your uh, darkness last? That I'm not sure of. Somebody might have to look that up. What am I looking up again? What's it called? Ball of darkness. All right, give me a minute. <laughs> I believe it's one minute. Up to ten minutes. Concentration, though. So every time you take damage, you have to make sure you... Um, well, you keep it up. Okay. So what What would be the saving roll, then? Uh, Constitution. Constitution? Okay. Just so I know. All right. Yep. Phrasing! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we, we, we did want to see a Fight Club sex thing. <laughs> so, you Cost hit the Rakshasha on the shoulder. Then he takes three points of damage. Him. Correct. And as you hit him on the shoulder, with that arm, the opposite arm, he grabs your wrist and uses the arm from, from, the, sh from the right shoulder, his right arm, as you hit him on the right shoulder, he uh, punches you in the gut, uh, doing three damage. <laughs> How much damage? Three. Uh, a whole three damage. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then, then while he's got a hold of my arm, I use it to my advantage and drag him down to a knee. The knee attack is a seventeen. Followed up by my free hand coming down with a downward elbow. This is going to be a long fight. That is 19, so he takes six points of damage. 
he takes six points, you said? Yeah, because two hits. And I only okay. I only do uh, strength modifier plus base of one, so. <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh, before before we go on, uh, something we did forget uh, before my attack, too. He, he did hit me. Yes. So I have to so roll constitution. Uh, constitution is a plus two, so I've got 19. I make my constitution save. Excellent. So, he goes ahead and hits you in the stomach again. This time he does five damage. Five damage. Let me make the roll again. All right, so he did uh, 10, 18 points of damage. All right, just so I know where I'm at. And I rolled a 16 plus 2 is 18. My constitution is 15. I still have the ball of darkness up. All right, so... Uh, uh, not, to, not to derail you guys' combat round, but uh, shout out to Watch Your and Binge, who just jumped into the chat. <laughs> you do know that's Chris, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was just checking the link, man. <laughs> Does he still have a hold of my hand? Yes, he's still holding on your arm. All right, uh... Two more uh, square shots to the back of his skull with my elbow. Attack number one. Uh, that is a five, so that probably misses. Attack number two. Uh, we'll go ahead. And, we'll go ahead and say a hit because I mean, like, we're on top of each other, so. All right. Well, good. <laughs> then, then basically, all I have to worry about is a natural Amazing. one. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, then both hits, so he takes six more points of damage to the back of the head. At what point do we cut away from them bludgeoning each other for a while? Uh, I mean, we, we can cut away to them bludgeoning each other for a while. It's us watching the, the orb of darkness um, from the outside, uh, not knowing what the hell's going on in there. All you see, all you see uh, is I'm a black sure. orb, and all you hear is... So that's what runs into. And grunting. Lots of grunting. Rams. You know, I kind of figured he would be that type. <laughs> you, you so, all, you hear, all you hear from the ring is, screw all of you. <laughs> hey, just so long as you're screwing him and having a good time, we don't care. As long as everything's consensual, we don't need to know. Ow! <laughs> just, just no remember, teeth. no teeth. Sex is like, just remember, sex is like a fight. If one of the parties didn't consent to participate, the other's committing a crime. <laughs> <laughs> While, while all this is happening, Awen, disappointed with not being able to watch any of this, decides to walk up to an incubus this time and ask how much her services are. You realize an incub incubus uh, is a guy, right? Uh, all mind. incubus are men. Also, Bye. you're gonna have the same kind of bad time. Never mind. <laughs> it's just a male succubus. Never mind. Well, who won't do you damage? <laughs> I thought Spider Lady looked pretty cool. There, there was also the demon, but I think that was a dude. <laughs> well, there was two demons. There was a, a male and a female. There's all kinds of things in there. Anything you can think of. <laughs> and 
and there are changelings. So, I mean, like, literally anything you want. <laughs> are there any other elves? Uh, yes! And, okay, and, 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 an armed bear would like to know, would like you to know that you're a coward. <laughs> An armed bear, I will talk to you at the next intermission. <laughs> it, in the meantime, though, I instead walk up to a busty female elf and ask the same question. Uh, so, she informs you that her price is, uh... <laughs> Hang on. Two thirds of your soul and three gold pieces. <laughs> We're gonna go with uh, 165 gold for uh, an hour. How many hip do I lose for the succubus? Ten. <laughs> How much? <laughs> one stick. How much for one rib? <laughs> Say <laughs> <laughs> again, DM. What? What? What was the cost for the succubus? One sixth of your hit points. So divide your hit points by six and subtract oh, that. And one gold piece to the boss. Yeah, I'm aware of that part. Thank you. <laughs> you guys keep working. I gotta do some math. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, Io has finished prowling around and settles at the bar and requests a glass of tea. Like Long Island right. variety? No, no, just tea. So, the Rakshasha, he, uh... Question, is there rounds in this, or does it just keep going? Uh... Just keeps going until one of us loses. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he he swings, uh, and you feel a breeze sort of pass by your your ear, and you hear him grunt as he smacks his fist into the edge of his pit, and he is now bleeding from his fist. He now won. He now won. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> he did three damage to himself, punching the side of the uh, the pit. <laughs> for Ron, for Ron being a chaotic good character, he is he is honorable more than anything else, and he's actually enjoying this fight, even though he's probably getting his ass kicked. Do, do I sense the blood? Do I sense the fact that he's um, actually injured? Probably not. I'm gonna go with no because you can't see anything. But I could smell blood, right? Well, I guess. Do you have that kind of senses? I have blind fighting. It means all my other senses heighten when I'm in darkness. So then, yeah, I guess I guess you'd smell smell the blood. All right, then I instead of two attacks, I use one of my attacks to turn around. Unless it's a free action, I use one of my attacks to ask him if he wants to stop the fight because he's injured. And basically making sure he's okay to continue. No, that'd be a uh, free action. That, that's a free action. And uh, he sort of grunts, I've had much worse before. This is nothing. Fair enough. Ferran decides to... Wait, it's, the, it's his free hand, right? Yes. 
All right, which means he crossed right up by my face, which means the arm is right by my face. I go to grab, uh. I go that free arm, I grab that free arm, which I do, and I bite where he's bleeding. And I completely miss his hand. Nat one. Oh, you completely miss his hand. <laughs> uh, nat one. <laughs> so now you hear now you hear me chomp my teeth and go fuck out. <laughs> you chipped a tooth. I chipped a tooth. Akla calls from the bar. You do okay in there? What the fuck? I'm gonna I'm gonna pay the gold for our our friend to get laid. Hold on a minute. I I have something in mind. But anyways, um, real quickly, Faroon, how are we uh, out of game? How are we on time? Uh, we're going extra because of the fight. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't. Case, I, I don't want a cliffhanger about bar fight. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. In which case, then, if that's the case, I walk up to the succubus and ask her. I give you one tenth of my life force and five gold. The succubus Roll. thinks about it. Hey, Darla. Question hey, mark. Hey, Darla. He a friend of mine. Give him a nicer deal. If you're a friend of, of Muggsy's, follow me. And she leads you into the ba into a back room, just past the proprietor's desk, where there's a few beds laid out, uh, all with various customers, two men, three women, sort of laying on the beds with the most depraved smiles upon their faces. And she points you to an empty bed and asks... Now, what is, it, what is it that you wanted, sweetheart? At this point, I will ask everybody listening, if you have children, they probably should leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> For well, the sake of the episode, I'm going to say just... We're, we're not going to go into detail. We're just going to say that something happens. We're going to say that... Exactly. Yeah, we're going to say that... Uh, Eowyn told her what he wanted, and she sort of smacked him in the face with the palm of her hand, and he passed out onto the bed. Yeah, that works for me. And loses one tenth of his hit points. <laughs> but is this town as a rest to gain them back? Nope. No, it does, it not. does not. It's a spell effect. <laughs> Is it a permanent right. spell effect? Like he's permanently lost those hit points? No. Okay. Just until the next time he sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. Honestly, honestly, uh, oh, should Tony cut it short. We got to get going. Honestly. Alright. <laughs> so, at that point, Tony goes ahead and uses his double. Ooh. Okay. 
I know, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting with anticipation. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? This is thinking you. <laughs> so you just did 14 damage. <laughs> from a punch. We're gonna say it landed square underneath your jaw. Okay. <laughs> if this is if this is a knockout punch, do I get an opportunity to dodge? Uh you get a well, I'm gonna give you a saving throw. Um, go ahead and take a saving throw. Constitution. It's not like you see it coming. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I see it coming. I, I imagine, I imagine uh, because it's darkness, like, you remember as a kid playing dodgeball and you could hear the ball coming? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I rolled a two. <laughs> you didn't hear a shit. <laughs> okay, so... We're all in agreement that the second this punch connects, it's the same sound as the rubber dodgeballs from school. And at exactly at the exact same time... It's long enough that Awen wakes up. I was about to say, at the, at the exact same time as Ferran gets knocked out by this punch that he didn't see coming, Awen climaxes. <laughs> deal, deal. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so, Tony hits Perun or Peron in the in the jaw, and almost immediately as it makes contact, the dar- the darkness drops, and uh, Tony stands there and. A handful of uh, the patrons are all groaning and grumbling and kicking the ground, and as the uh, the workers all collect their money, and uh, uh, at, Tony the been... at the exact so, moment the punch connected somewhere else in the uh, in in the brothel, a succubus popped a cork off of a champagne <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Yeah, baby, it was good for me, too. Tony goes over to his couch and grabs a glass of water and a cloth, and he walks over to uh, Ferran, and he splashes the water on his face and runs the cloth underneath his chin to sort of wipe some of his own blood off of Ferran, because he just, that hand that was all messed up from punching the wall just splattered blood all over the underside of his chin. And so he sort of cleans Ferran off and throws him over his shoulder and carries him over to the bar and says, that was a good fight. That was a really good fight. Anything he wants when he wakes up, put it on my tab. Uh, which the bartender informs him. Can, can Don't I... worry about it. The boss already took care of it. Alright, I'm going to slide off my bar stool and head over, and I'm going to dose Ferran with a potion of healing. Can I play with the hurdy-gurdy? Can I not stalk these at this fight club bar? Like, I feel like that's, that's pretty much standard practice, and they keep it in stock. <laughs> <laughs> so, as Ferran sort of Coming to, Tony looks at him and says, that'll be 20 gold, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Ferran shakes the, yeah. the, this is a bad joke for a drow. He shakes the cobwebs out of his head, looks at, <laughs> looks at the tiger and, and, and you know what? Worth every penny. And he hands over the 20 gold. 
<laughs> well, fuck. Aqua's over at the bar. What the fuck is a penny? <laughs> Tony pats him on the shoulder and says, Come back anytime you want to fight. And sort of moseys back on over to his, uh, his couch and starts bandaging his hand. Yeah, Tony's pretty great. <laughs> How long were you sitting there waiting to get that out? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> On that note, guys, we are at time. We went 10 minutes over for that fight. Uh, guys, thank you very much for joining us for episode two of season two of Chronicles of the Lost Realm. If you enjoyed this episode in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great Let's Plays and tabletop content of Sounds Dicey Gaming. And of course, our sister channel, Realm of the Mist Entertainment, for all your podcasting needs. If you prefer your podcast in audio-only format, we got you covered. Check out Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. And guys, on Twitch... Stick around. We're coming with episode three in a couple minutes. Have a good night.